Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode four of the Capaholics podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Aiden Glowacki. Introduce yourself, man. Say hi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Not Catholic. I don't even drink that much, but uh, I, I'm, y'all were talking about me so much, I had to come on. Hey, a holic just means the desire of. It doesn't mean that we're actually drinking. <laughs> and my, my desire was to be on this podcast. So. I love that. You were living in this podcast head rent-free after you followed us. The first Twitter follower, and yeah. it took him a while to get to the episodes, but he finally binged them. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I dropped the ball on that one. But now I now I know that the uh, the passcode is either Baylor or penis. Yeah. All right, so today we're going to be talking about our brackets, but we're not going to act like we know what we're talking about anymore. We're not going to talk down to you dicks. We're going to look at how poorly we did. I seem to remember uh, everyone saying that no one would beat Illinois. That didn't happen. And there's plenty of other stuff. We'll get into it. We're going to get into a little uh, football talk, some updates. I think spring camp's coming around for a lot of teams, too. Lots of stuff. Random memes. Let's take it away. Bryce, what's your take on your bracket? Uh, I think out of 21 people in my pool, I'm currently 20th, and I'm projected to finish 20th. Uh, my final four, I had UConn, and the Terps took them out the first night. Illinois lost round two. They were my champion. Iowa was in my final. They lost round two to Oregon. I got Baylor left in my final four, but it's looking rough besides that. Um, I I took a I took a jump this year, and usually when I do, it doesn't work out. So I'm happy to provide the the pool that I usually do for everyone else to have fun. But yeah, I'm usually out by round two. I've given some money to that pool in my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finished second last year or two years ago, last pool. Not going to do that this year, more than likely. If Arkansas makes the final four, I guess there's a shot, but not looking great. If Michigan uh, goes all the way, I will win probably every pool, even though I'm getting clapped everywhere right now. But And you didn't put your money in like we said you should have. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, because they're one of the few good teams that hasn't gotten upset. I'll probably I'll probably do the Sweet 16 second chance bracket on ESPN just because make me feel a little bit better. I'm just ready for West Virginia. I mean, not West Virginia, Michigan to lose. Don't know why it's West Virginia. Oh, you're gonna hurt Aiden's uh, feelings Lord. bringing up West Virginia. You know, my feelings talking about Michigan was... came from there. You know, as much as it would have been nice for West Virginia to uh, continue on, I I kind of saw this coming. I mean, I remember saying um, both to myself and to to y'all um that it didn't matter who won the san diego state syracuse game because they were going to beat west virginia anyways. yeah I, mean, I had syracuse in my sweet 16 yeah Do it's, a shame, but it's it's expected i mean it was a great game yeah it was a good game true no i am never no, bet against the march madness uh sister Jean and syracuse is a double digit seed true Sister. No, I'm I'm very glad that I did not uh, put any money down on any of my brackets this year. Same. Maybe Same. one of the worst years for me. I picked all the wrong upsets. I mean, overall, I only have one of my final four teams um, out right now. I had Oklahoma State. Um, and my other final four, I had Gonzaga and Florida State and then Baylor. So, you know, maybe I could get some points down the run, but right now it's not looking good. Yeah, what I'm rooting for the Final Four now is I'm rooting for Oral Roberts just to keep it going at this point. I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago just because I want to see them back. I'm rooting for Creighton just because um, 
I just like their program. Blue Jays are kind of cool logo too. And I don't really care about the East region, honestly. I mean, Michigan's going all the way. They're going to beat Syracuse in the finals. Yeah, I mean, I've told you guys how I feel about Michigan. So, hey, they weren't the first one seed to go. No, they weren't. But still, the only coach to threaten to kill Mark Turgeon. So, that, you know, it's pretty fair to not like Michigan, uh, but it's just how I was raised. I don't know, Buddy Beheim. I I'll never uh, bet against him anymore. Buddy Beheim's a stud. He was on Friday beers almost Friday post today. I was like, hell yeah. Also, the Gerard guy, he was shooting from a logo. Yeah, he was chucking them up. Yeah, so update women's Delaware women's is in the NIT Final Four playing against Rice tomorrow at 5. I'm excited for that one. Uh, so go Blue Hens on that end. Go Lady uh, Terps while we're at it. Yeah, Lady Terps hope to make a good run. Uh, the Lady Mountaineers uh, unfortunately fell with the yeah. men. But um, as you can tell, we're not as enthusiastic about talking about NCAA as we were last week. <laughs> hey, Maryland won the points differential in the second round against Alabama between the men's and the women's. So who's the better basketball school? Yeah. Are you really a basketball school if you're in the SEC, you know? I don't know. A national championship every year in football. You probably yeah. <laughs> Maryland's definitely got to be the favorite to win the women's tournament, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, they, they can score, dude. I'm a little upset. Notre Dame is usually really good on the women's end, but they're in a rebuilding process right now with a new coach. And so, yeah, they're not really in it. Yeah, well, you know, a friend of ours, uh, back over to men's briefly, a friend of ours said that he bet on UConn winning and on uh, Book Knight scoring 20-plus. So just to be petty, I was, like, praying Book, on, Book Knight stayed under 20. Dude, he looked trash. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. Like, I, I imagine it has to hurt his draft spot. Just, man, they're probably not going to base off one game. But, yikes. The only good thing I felt about that game was the first possession when they got four straight rebounds and RJ Cole hit a three. I was like, all right, this game's going to yes, go pretty well. Really I was like, yeah, but then it just – Maryland's defense was way too much. But then the next game, Bama couldn't miss a shot. That was yeah. You can't do anything when they're banging it from deep three every single possession. The momentum switched so fast. Maryland came out buzzing, then Alabama hit one, and it was just over. That was embarrassing. So usually, if I bet for the Terps, they lose in the first round, and if I bet against them, they win. So next year, I'll bet against them again for all of you Maryland fans. Um, Thanks, man. It's a sacrifice, but we appreciate it. Before we get into NFL, let's catch up on each other. Brett, what have you been up to? Uh, I started door dashing today. Nice. Welcome to the team. Yeah. That's right. Aiden, Aiden's a fellow door dasher himself. On spring break, so I haven't really done much since we last recorded. You said it's Thursday to Thursday, so is this your last day of spring break? Yeah, but there's no classes on Fridays or the weekend, so it's really like a 10-day uh, break. It's kind of nice. I, yeah. uh... I don't have a spring break at Delaware this spring. I have my first of two mental health days on Tuesday. So we get a Tuesday off and then we get a Monday in April off. So, See, but if you're off or you're really off, like you probably have homework to do and stuff that day. Or like, they just give you asynchronous classes. Oh, yeah. I got an ex- I have an exam Thursday. So that's like going to be my focus all Tuesday is just getting ready for it. 
Andy, you're back in school now? Yeah. Um, you know, it was probably about time. I think people who heard the last podcast maybe thought I wasn't myself. That was uh, the result of an exciting spring break. I was going to bring that fun. up. You weren't as enthusiastic on your opening this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It took, what, three minutes for me to start talking about drinking. Last podcast, I timed it. Well, yeah, oh, Steve walked in and fell on the floor to start the podcast. <laughs> That's right. That was uh, it was an interesting experience going back and, and listening. I feel like it's rare that you get to listen to a podcast that you're a part of and have no idea what people are going to say in it after it's been released. I think that's pretty rare. I just loved hearing you talk about Baylor's region and basketball. I'll replay that part a ton of times. I think Baylor's I interesting. I think Florida's interesting. Purdue, you know, they're always interesting. <laughs> Villanova's a strong five seed. <laughs> you killed it. Yeah, I was. I am a bit of an expert. What can I say? I, I like sounded like I knew what I was talking about about Maryland and maybe Syracuse, and then everyone else. I just was like, "Hey I guys, mean, yeah." But you're doing better than me in your bracket, so obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just gotta get well, gassed up on some brewskis next year when you're filling it out. I just gotta do it without looking at anything, dude. It's funny because I went back and listened uh, that podcast. And there were some people I said I was leaning toward. I think I said I was leaning toward Oregon. And then I I pick, I bet against them and they won. And there were a couple other teams where I said on the podcast I was going to pick them and I didn't. And then they won. And I picked it when I was, you know, stone cold sober. And so I I really should just drink before I do anything. Yeah. Aiden, you have some pretty big news. Uh, got your first dose. Yeah, I, I got my first dose of the vaccine yesterday. Um, I could feel the microchip, you know, buzzing. Um, I've never felt more alive. Hey, really. these microchips free. I mean, usually, I mean, those things aren't cheap, so. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I do, I, I do have to say for, for anybody out there who is, you know, possibly on the fence about a vaccine, which I wouldn't, I would just say get the vaccine. But if you're scared about shots in general, that was the least painful shot I've ever had in my life. Did you have any side effects or no? No, uh, I, I mean the soreness in the arm is, you know, pretty normal whenever you're getting a shot. But um, which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. I mean, I didn't have a choice, but I got the Pfizer. Oh yeah. I think it's usually the second one where you kind of start feeling bad. Yeah. yeah. I so knew we'll a kid see. who. Uh, I knew a kid who took it and just said his arm was like insanely sore, but then he was like, "Yeah, like I smoked weed after I took it," and I was like, "That might have been it." Oh no! Yeah, and someone else that I know on their they got their first dose and they said they had a lot of like bad chills and it was because they were positive within the ninety day period. Like it was like they were positive, they somehow got through to get the vaccine and yeah, he said it was pretty rough and that's why I heard that and I was like, I'm gonna wait my ninety days and get it on the ninety first day. <laughs> it's Honestly, exciting times. Hopefully, we can get to uh, this summer get back to normal. So definitely. Yeah, I feel like. By the time I'm like get my second dose and wait for two weeks, I feel like that's when people are gonna be getting back. Like, maybe I can get lunch or something with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad and I are planning a trip because the MLS schedule just dropped last night, and we're planning a trip. Maybe there's like a Wednesday and a Saturday Atlanta United game in August, and I think we want to make a trip and go see both of them and spend the week in Atlanta. So that'd be, and they're planning on having seventy thousand at one of the games in August that we will be at. So that'd be really cool. Thanks. 
So they, I mean, they don't really try and sell out the stadium every game, just certain ones. No, they only do it on, like, the televised one, usually. Um, I guess it makes sense because, I mean, they could fill it up if they wanted to. They fill it up better than the Falcons, that's for sure. Um, it's crazy how, like, that town has been taken over. Oh, by the way, I just recorded a podcast for Land United uh, for MLS Now. It's out, so if you want to check that out, go to MLSNowPodcast.com. It's pretty good. I've been the podcast king lately. I joined all my friends to talk about March Madness. Uh, we were doing this one consistently every week, then I got on MLS one, so I've been talking too much. <laughs> hey, yo, editor, take that shit out. No free clout. <laughs> Just kidding. He's the editor. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Nah, you can leave it in. It's okay. You, you have my permission, and that's what fucking matters. The designated promotion hour. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the editor. I'm the Twitter page guy. I'm. What are you doing, Andy? You're just the opener? Yeah. <laughs> I bring the personality, you know. I got the spirit. You do bring the personality, and we, we love it. So let's get I into get NFL free agency now. Um there's a lot of moves that happened, uh, some surprises, a lot of quarterback movement. Uh, Aiden, with our guest, what are your overall thoughts on it? You can talk about Washington's moves. You can talk about moves in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, this has certainly been a very interesting um, and exciting to watch free agency, you know, especially with uh, how COVID has been going around. Uh, a lot of these players aren't able to travel as much. Um it definitely throws a wrench into the plans of the teams, but they have not failed to making it interesting. I mean, talking about Washington, which um, is my team for those of you who are, don't know, um, this looks, you know, a couple of moves, but this looks like a totally new team to me. Um, having Fitzmagic in, it's probably the best possible choice they could have made. Um, getting Curtis Samuel to, you know, get another wide receiver in there with Terry McLaurin. And then just, minutes ago signing Adam Humphreys, which is a really good, you know, small move, but really good move. Um, yeah. And then of course, Will Jackson is the best quarter cornerback in the pool. In my opinion, I might be biased just because we have, him, but um, I think Washington specifically has made a lot of good moves. I think overall, some of the quarterback movement has been a little questionable to say the least. Uh, um, I still don't really know about that Andy Dalton move. To Chicago. QB1. QB1. Twitter page posted it. Yeah. Oh. I, I I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know what's going through Nick Foles' mind right now. He'll come in in about December and light it up. Mm-hmm. Nick I saw just the second half quarterback. Comes in, gets on a little run, you know. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely the, the game plan they're going to take. It's like I think quarterback Chicago is start being like starting season. pitchers, you know. You, they don't. They don't go the whole four quarters. You gotta get your relievers in. As a team oh, that blows, that. as a team that blows second half leads, watching Trubisky do the first half and Foles the second last year is terrifying. Therefore, I think they should do that with Dalton and um, and Foles next year. Yeah, it's going to be the first NFL team with relief quarterbacks. It's a revolutionary way to play the game. Hey, maybe even Montgomery comes in track. too. <laughs> Trubisky's on the Bills now. They could throw him in like the third quarter just for the hell of it. Could do that. I mean, people make fun of him. He's probably the best backup quarterback in the league, though. Yeah, he's good for a backup. He's he's a Josh Allen light, honestly. He's just like less good at everything Josh Allen does good, but he looks kind of similar. 
I don't think the Bears utilized him very well either, but. You know, I make the argument that I'm a less good at everything Josh Allen as well, so I'm basically in the same league. Hey, as, I belong to sit on my Twitter page. If I was a foot taller, I'd be better than Tom Brady. I, believe I think if I was a foot taller, I'd also be better than Tom Brady. Even though I think I'm already how well taller than Tom how Brady. How tall would that make you, Andy? 7'6". Seven, 7'7 six. Seven, seven with shoes on, you know. Wait, how tall is Tom Brady? Probably like 6'6 six, six or something. Nah, I'm looking this There's up. There's no way he's that tall. Tom Brady's bitch ass is not as tall as me. <laughs> I'm looking this up right he's now. 6'4". 6'4". I'm still looking it up. I'm shorter than Tom Brady. That doesn't sound right. I 6'4". I don't lie. I'm pretty sure I'm shorter than everyone in the NFL. So, Brett, after going over Washington, I want to hear your thoughts about free agency in general, but also on your Seattle Seahawks. Well, start with Seattle. I like what they do. I mean, a lot of people were complaining the first two days. We lost Griffin. But we ended up bringing back most of the people. Hopefully, we can get KJ right back. But getting Chris Carson back, trading for Gabe Jackson. I mean, I like what they did. They brought in a couple of defensive ends. So, I think not maybe not huge improvements, but I think with a new offensive coordinator, I think they should be able to contend. Yeah, that's a vision. No, I keep going, my bad. Oh, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going to go with that, so. Oh, well, I was going to say, you can't count out, I mean, any team in the NFC West. That division is just insane. It's gotten crazier yeah. with Matt Stafford joining. Um, but I do think their moves are good. Where did Griffin end up going? I kind of lost that. Jacksonville. A bunch of former Seattle people are in Jacksonville now. I mean, I, I never loved him. He's extremely inconsistent. They, yeah. Seattle Tom Witherspoon, who had the higher PFF grade last year, Time for like ten million less than Griffin did per year, so I mean I'm fine with that. Do you have any other thoughts on free agency as a whole, or no? I mean I think I think Washington probably did the best job. I would say I think New York filled a lot of holes, but I think they overspent on like everyone they signed. Yeah, I had a, I had a question I wanted to bring up to you guys. Someone in our fantasy football league asked me this question, and he said, would you say that Tennessee or Washington is a better football team right now? I think Washington. Uh, I feel like Tennessee dropped off late a little bit last year, and Washington started to come on strong. I think so it's hard to say. Question mark for Tennessee, new offensive coordinator. Yeah, and their big marquee signing this offseason was Bud Dupree's coming off a torn ACL. Um so, yeah, I said Washington, and I uh, I got questioned a little bit, so I was just curious to hear your guys' take I mean, on the it. defense is 100% better than Tennessee's. Fitzpatrick versus Tannehill is not that big of a difference either, so. Oh, I think Tannehill's better for sure than Fitzpatrick. I mean, Fitzpatrick? better, but Fitzpatrick had the fifth-best QBR last year. I don't, like, he's not a – Yeah, but I question his consistency. I feel like he always starts off hot. Maybe he was more consistent last year. I guess he was. So like when I feel like when he gets whenever he has like a good season and gets thrust into like a big deal and a new starting role, I feel like he kind of flops. So yeah, he's and a bit of a question mark for me. If Miami didn't switch to two last year, they 100% make the playoffs. In my opinion. Oh yeah, and then they oh, went they went back to him as soon as possible because I mean at least they tried to. Didn't he get hurt or something? I forget what happened, but yeah, I, they kept bringing him in late games, but they kept rolling with two to start. And, I mean, I understand why Fitzpatrick wasn't getting you 
He's not that, the future. That primetime game against Vegas on that last drive was crazy with with that. So yeah. I'm excited to see Fitzpatrick in a Washington uniform. It's he's outside of the AFC East. He's now in the NFC East, so I think Washington should be favorites heading into the season to take the division. Oh, that yeah, so, that division for sure. Yeah. In a division in which Nick Sirianni is a head coach of one of the teams, Washington's winning all of it. Yeah. I mean, I think Dallas will be better with Dak, but the defense is still a huge problem. Yeah, I agree. I think Dallas and and New York will be fighting for the second and third, and I just don't like anything that Philly has right now. I, I do have to say, I am a little scared of Kenny Galladay. Um, but I, mean, I, I, I the third I, highest paid receiver. Like, I just don't understand. I mean, they over. Yeah, they definitely overpaid for him. But if he gets into a good chemistry with Daniel Jones, that could actually be something that could scare me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it takes pressure off Shepard now, and then you're going to have Saquon back on his um, revenge season. So, I don't know. Giants could be good. The defense, like, they they have a good secondary, but I'm curious to see what they do with their front seven. They still need pass. They still need a pass rush. Leonard Williams went back to, what, like $21 million a year or something? Yeah, it's crazy. It was, I, mean, um, I don't care what the Giants do in the offseason. You will never catch me betting on them until they actually show me something. Like, they've had a lot of big off-seasons, quote-unquote, and they're still just shit every year. So I'm, I'm never going to bet on the Giants until they do something. That's fair. But I'm also betting. Little... Maryland keeps getting closer and closer to proving it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get there. It's just I'm also a little biased against the NFC East. I like the football team okay. I kind of, you know, I'll root for them uh, over anyone else in that division. But, like, I fucking hate the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys – Thoughts on what the new name could be? Sounds like an announcement might come before next season. Aiden, what do you think? I mean, so as a Washington fan, I'm a huge fan of the Red Wolves as a name. I think that rolls off the tongue really well. You get to keep HTTR. But there's been some talks um, from team president Jason Wright and in the media that Washington football team could be the permanent name. Um, they're till they're still taking fan submissions up until I believe the fifth it is, but um, then they'll move to the next phase. But honestly, if the football team stays, I think it's I think it's cool. Um, I think it invokes something that's more than what the other teams offer in a very classic way, and it's a way of incorporating the past however many years of a Washington team and that history and moving it forward rather than creating a divide between two different names and two different eras. So I like the name football team. Um, if it stays, that's cool. I'm still rooting for Red Wolves. I hope it's just not something stupid like the generals or the warriors, the warriors or the senators. Yeah, I, I think Red Wolves is definitely the best I heard. Like in the video, people started thinking the video they put out the other day was getting at the and switch it to pride, which I don't, like very much i think if they're going to switch the nickname to or if they're going to actually include a nickname rather than sticking with the football team they've they'll have to keep with the theme of the other nfl teams i i think it's going to be very hard for them to pick a a themed nickname that would work like in something like a soccer league more so 
Yeah, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like Pride because just because the Washington spirit is in the NWSL, and I don't like that they kind of like rolls off like that. Like I let the spirit have their own thing, and I, I like football team. I've gotten used to it. I think I've only slipped up a couple times saying Redskins in like our fantasy group chat, and I like immediately see it right away. But I I like it. I'm a big soccer fan, so I I kind of like the normal like United names or like just FC. So. FT. Yeah, and I think teams kind of like it was football club. I think that would be better, but at this point, why switch it to club instead of team? Yeah, I, I I actually agree with that. I think Washington FC for an NFL team would be crazy. The because the only issue with football team right now is it's hard to roll off the tongue when you're talking like, about the once team. fans are back. Where are they going to chant? Like, you know? Oh, the fa- oh the fans in FedEx Field will definitely still chant HTTR. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not going away for decades. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be a group of fans that will sing "Hail to the Redskins" after touchdowns and stuff. But like, the team's gonna try and get certain chants going during games, though. That I feel like just saying "Go Football Team" or something is just weird. It's funny because they almost accident. It, it's like accidentally cool because now it's like it's so easy to just say a football team, but now there's the football team. It's almost like a sense of entitlement in a good way as a team where it's like, we're the football team. There's definitely a way to market that. At first, I was like, that'd be a terrible marketing decision. Uh, but like, really thinking about it, the football team and like be dicks. You know how Ohio State's, they call themselves the Ohio State University because they're fucking jackasses? Like, just be dicks about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm being completely unironic. And then, yeah, I like the Red Wolves too. But Dan Schneider's an idiot and will probably fuck it up in some, some way. Yeah, and then even after every all the good changes that Washington has seen over the past year and change, uh, just announced recently that Dan Snyder is buying the minority stakes of the team to become the full yeah. sole owner, which is unfortunate to say the least. Yeah, I think it's better than Jeff Bezos owning the team. That that might actually be the worst thing. If Dan Snyder sells a team and then Jeff Bezos buys it. Like, I mean, Jeff Bezos, I feel like it's just a worse version of Dan Snyder. Yeah. Jeff Bezos cheated on his wife once. That might be liable. I don't know if it's, I think it's true. <laughs> if you didn't cheat on your well, wife. That'd be slander, Andy. It's spoken that slander, not liable. Come on. I remember reading that his wife got like $60 million, $69 million out a of it. Billion. All right, Andy. Since you're on a roll right now, let's talk about your Ravens. What about your what about the off season for them? Um, it was too bad that Judon accepted less money to go to New England. Uh, I saw a report today actually that Ty Hilton was basically in the process of signing us. Was very like he was going to go to the Ravens until uh, the Colts offered him a good amount of money, and he decided to stay with them because it was like relatively close offers. So for the Ravens, it's a lot of we almost had them so far this offseason, which is too bad. I still believe in our team. I like our young guys. Uh, I'd really like if we could get at least like one veteran receiver that's not incompetent to put on the outside. You think so Sammy off. Watkins? I would love to see Sammy Watkins come to Baltimore, and I think he probably will. I have, I actually have a Sammy Watkins Bills jersey from his rookie season. That it's I've had to I just kind of slapped the digs over the Watkins, but now I can wear it with pride again if it comes to Baltimore. There you go. And uh, since you're also support with Buffalo too, you can talk about anything with their off season if you would like. Uh, they signed Mitchell Trubisky. Who gives a fucking shit about that? 
what the fuck else did they do? I was I was kind of out of it during when agency came. You know, I was out of the loop a little bit. I was. They, too, they but... signed a one-year contract with Emmanuel Sanders. That's right. That's a decent signing. Was Buffalo? Uh, has, didn't John Wall? Didn't, isn't John Brown gone? I think John Brown walked. He's in Vegas. Yeah. So that's a pretty good. I would say Sanders is a little bit better than John Brown. The Bills already had, in my opinion, probably like the third best receiving core in the league. So, other than that, it's just smaller moves. They brought back Levi Wallace, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, I like Levi signed, Wallace. Yeah. They signed Matt Hack to a big three-year, five-point-five million dollar contract, punter from the Dolphins. So. Great move. Yeah. Um, I, I saw just a, a little bit ago earlier today. They signed a one-year deal with Matt Breda. Yeah, I did see that right. little speedster. Are the Saints still like eighty million dollars over the cap? What the fuck happened to them? Dude, they're still yeah. signing players. I don't know how, but they're they're gonna have to. I read something on this. They're gonna have to comply with the league. That there's no way that they're gonna be able to get under the cap before the season starts. I mean, they did a lot of with Drew Brees, like taking like the full like drop down before he retired, so it wouldn't count towards the cap if he like did for dead money. Um, but I think there's there's still a little bit of ways away. They franchise tagged um, Marcus Williams, and I think I read if they're not if they're over the cap and there's no way for them to get under with 53 players, that they're gonna have to take some of next year's cap and use it to get under, and then they'll have less than the rest of the team for 2022. Yeah, they did all of that, and Drew Brees still didn't get another Super Bowl. Would have been nice to see him get another one. Yeah. They always said Mickey Loomis was a wizard with the cap and that the cap was non-existent, but I guess it comes around eventually. Yeah, I mean, you just delay, delay, delay. That's kind of what uh, Falcons' old GM used to do, um, Todd, uh, Thomas Dimitrov. But, yeah, so that's why, talking about the Falcons offseason, they haven't really done much so far because they were also started off like $34 million under the start. They did like a full restructure of Matt Ryan. They cut Ricardo Allen and a few others. Um, they've signed Mike Davis from Carolina on a two-year deal. I like that. I like if we can have a committee with them. I also like him because I put $55 on him in our Dynasty League and everyone questioned it. And we won me a couple games, but didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I won that, by the way, listeners. That was me. I did that. There you go. Yeah, we also have Sorry. Like Sorry, guys. In here, I think. What? Yeah, I was I was the last place finisher that had to buy Andy's trophy. I was second to last. It came down to the end, but then Ebron got hurt or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm very glad we're not talking about fantasy values because I would have zero input. I mean, I had like half my team I injured reserve on one point. Amara put up 55 in the championship, and I won by like eight. So I think I got a little bit lucky. Other moves that the Falcons did, they signed just like – death pieces and like Barcavius Mingo, Brandon Copeland, just guys that put up a couple sacks a year. I figure there wouldn't be a lot of movement this off season. It's going to be more about the draft and heading into next year. Um, I definitely like our coaching staff moves. So Arthur Smith, I think is a great coach. He was did really good with Tennessee's offensive coordinator and he put on some shades, got thrown off there a little bit. Uh, and I also love Terry Fontenot. Um, he was a part of the Saints organization, wasn't a part of the salary cap stuff. So it's good to hear that on that end. He was more on the pro scouting. So maybe he can find some good death pieces and the th- different waves of free agency. Um, 
first African-American general manager in Falcons history. So that's also cool as well. Dude, we should just like lie about like stuff that happened in free agency that's like really niche and like no one will bother to check it. Like some <laughs> random guy off the street gets signed to the Patriots and we'll just like say that and it will have never happened. And like no I'm one will glad Lou Williams got traded to the Hawks. He deserves to be in that league. Yeah, well, he needs to go back to Magic City. That's their business it's out there. Did you guys hear Lamar Jackson just got traded to the Bills for Josh Allen straight up? Breaking news. If Leo hears this, he's not going to be happy. Reason <laughs> oh, that's unequivocally true. Someone tells me Leo doesn't listen to our pod. Should we, should we give him a code word to see? <laughs> Leo, the code word is, is, is balls. There you go. It's, it's I'm really creative with the code words. I'm not going to lie. So speaking of quarterbacks, we're going to talk about a quarterback that has had a lot of stuff off the field going on right now to finish up for the day. Um, Deshaun Watson. Brett, what are your thoughts on this Deshaun Watson situation? Uh, kind of crazy. I mean, what's the number, like 16 now? 14 maybe? Over a dozen now. 16. Yeah. And it's like I guess they're like all masseuses. Like he's going to massages and just wanted to sexually assault these ladies. I don't know. It's crazy. He's denying it all, but I think I mean there's gonna have to be charges eventually and probably a suspension, even if it's not true, just based on the allegations. Yeah. Um there's it's he's been the buzz all off season, not just I mean with trades that's kind of dwindled down and out honestly i'm surprised how much i haven't really been hearing about this that's why i said before we started i was like i'm be honest i don't really know much about deshaun watson and i also think this kind of makes it impossible for him to trade like he's got 16 criminal charges filed against him like no team's gonna trade for that yeah so houston's playing all along Dude, Houston's falling apart since the Nats beat the Astros in Game 7 in the World Series. The Rockets? I don't know what they were doing the trade deadline. No, and, like, they it, they could have avoided it by getting Jared Allen. They could have got Karis LeVert, but instead they took Oladipo in a first, and what they do? They flipped Oladipo for Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, like people that they're probably going to buy out and, uh, and a protected pick, or pick swap it was, so. Yeah, that was a crazy thing for agency. There was a lot of big moves. Victor Oladipo headed off to Miami. Um, a lot of a lot of smaller moves like Aaron Gordon heads to Denver. I guess that's not small, but I don't want to get away from the topic we're talking about here. Aiden, what are your thoughts about all of this? Um, yeah, this is this is messy. Um, it, it's it's been really interesting to see the. I'm taking a book from Andy's. I'm taking a, a tip from Andy's book of saying it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, it is interesting. <laughs> it's been interesting to see the the public reaction to this because you know, before any of this came out, this whole off season, Deshaun Watson has been the protagonist of getting away from the Texans. You know, getting a trade partner possibly, just finding a new home, new situation that works for him. And I think that's kind of trickled over to the public reaction towards all of this because you have a lot of people who, you know, are still saying like, oh, there's no way, you know, there's no way that this could be happening. But there's 16 separate women who have come out. Um, I, I think this is, it's really, I think it's bad for the Texans. I think it's bad for the league. Um, 
you know, it, you have you have to assume that all of these. I feel like right now you have to, with the amount of women that have come out, you have to assume that there's at least some merit to everything. Um, this completely yeah, ruins sure. his chances of you know getting a trade partner, like you said. Um, and some of the stuff detailed in some of these suits is, is ridiculous. It's crazy. He was he was just trying to look for anybody, not even massage therapists, like personal trainers. He was just trying to go out and you know, it's it's gross. So, you know, uh, uh, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, but yeah, and it's like the it's a question. It's like someone that like has it all. It's like like why? It's like why do you have to? It's like I don't know, Andy. You want to give some thoughts about this? Yeah, I've got a few thoughts. One is like, just fucking jerk off, okay? Like, don't fucking do that shit. Also, you're like one of the four or five best quarterbacks in the league. You make tens of millions of dollars a year. You should be able to get laid the right way. Like, I'm sorry, but like, is your game that fucking trash? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he comes in and it's like, dude, even if you fucking can't get any pussy, there are prostitutes, there are happy ending massages, and there's your fucking left hand, okay? Jesus Christ, I'll fucking jerk you off if I have to. Don't go touch these fucking women. The fuck's wrong with you? Jesus fuck, he's fucking. Does that like a girlfriend, maybe fiance? I don't know if she's really said anything publicly about all this, but. Bro, when Kim Kardashian and Kanye split, he was on one of the top odds to like be the next, be a part of the Kardashian family. Deshaun Watson? I saw like an NFL one and he was like on the top 15 for odd shark or whatever. Like, I mean, that he, I mean he has a significant other, but I mean, at this point he's probably going to be single soon. So yeah. can I, can I just say, I loved the dichotomy between my reaction and Andy's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to mute myself there and kind of let it out. <laughs> I think all, I think everybody except for Andy. Had to. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's just like, dude, like, even if, like, like okay, yeah, I, if you don't want to drop, like, 50 bucks for a shitty hooker, like, you got a lot of money. Like, you can get, like, a $5,000 hooker, like that girl from the fucking Bachelor, and just, like, have a good time. Like, she seemed classy. He needs to hit up James Harden for some advice. Yeah, dude, like, go to a strip club, okay? Like, yeah, Jesus. I mean, according to James Harden, Houston's a great place for that, so. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> also, I would like to say that Brittany from the Bachelor is not really a prostitute. I was just, uh. I sprinkle that in there, but like that was pretty fucked up of uh, Anna to say that shit that she was. And Thank I just figured I'd jump on the screen. Yeah, I appreciate what? that. Of course. She actually seemed quite lovely, if, if you ask me. She did. She was like probably like one of my three favorites, four favorites. She's top four. So yeah. I am yeah. a bit of a hero. I'm not ready to be put on the spot to make my list, but yeah, she was up Oh, there. I can give it to you right now. Katie won. Uh, Abigail two, Michelle three, Brittany four. That's fair. Nice. All right. Does anyone have any like last thoughts on free agency? Deshaun Watson, Andy. I know you just threw it all down there, but if you have anything else, let it go. I mean, like it's also like beside like the disgusting immorality and horribleness of like the crimes that he allegedly committed. Like even if you don't care about that, I mean, think about your fucking career, like. It's just how stupid do you have to fucking be? That's that's my take. And, like, it's fucking awful. That, too. Yeah. All, all good points all around. Um, this podcast officially denounces sexual assault, if anyone was wondering. 
Yes, it does. So, so a question for y'all then. What is your prediction of what happens to Deshaun Watson's football future? Uh, I mean, I, a lot of it depends on what comes in the case is what evidence, but I think, I mean, I think he's guaranteed a suspension, to be honest. Yeah, I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be the Texans starter week one. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if he'll come out week one, but at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of time. So I, I just hope that um, it's taken care of the right way um, if he did do something. And, I mean, I don't want to, like, I don't want to like predict, I guess, on that. But if 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 it's like really serious, I hope that it's that he's justified for it, and I hope that he does what he needs to do to get help as well. Like I don't think he's finished with the league, to be honest. I mean, who hasn't gotten a second chance in the league? Yeah, so. jo- Josh Gordon, you want to be a guest on the show and talk about chances? Well, I was no, throw Ray Rice in the mix. It I mean, was holding Episode five's guest is Michael Vick. We always promise these great guests, and we just never fucking deliver. Hey, Aiden, you are a great guest. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. no, no. I meant Aiden. I meant, like, Aiden, you are a great guest. I meant, like, we always promise, like, famous people. We always just – we always randomly promise, like, NFL players, and they just never come on. I'll DM Michael Ricks. You like it. Aiden, you are a great guest. Thank you. Thank you. Who's who's hopping on after me? I don't know. Any ideas for – I haven't thought about that yet. I I might see what I can do. I don't know. People. I'll put it on my snap, see if anyone slides up. I know I need to talk to Mr. Norfolk. I would love to have him on. Um, I'm pretty sure he would come on, like us three. I've yeah. just I've been I've been texting him a little bit about schoolwork that I've done in his class and I'll hit him the question at some point. But yeah. Um you've been someone that has been supporting us since day one since we announced, so we definitely want to have you on and we're mm-hmm. we're glad we're glad you listened and all caught up and yeah. Feels good to have our number one fan on. Woo, Andy, you gotta you gotta get your UMD credentials to get Mellow Trimble on the podcast. I would love to have Mellow Trimble on the podcast. I love that guy. I want Andy. Oh, I want Andy oh. T on. Yeah, Andrew Terrell. Dude, oh, I remember. I don't know. I feel like by I don't know. Maybe if I tried, get someone lit. You know, I, I'm a pretty connected guy. You know. Maybe no, I'll get the kidding. CAA Women's Basketball Player of the Year on. Maybe I can work something on that. Hey, we can get uh, who's that guy you know at Eastern Tennessee State? Oh, Charlie, Charlie Weber. Yeah, he plays with Terrell Smith now too. Yeah, I know. And his his coach that recruited him is at Wake Forest now. So there's a lot to talk about on that end. Is he going? Uh, no. It's just oh. he got the job. Steve Forbes. He got the job when the past Wake Forest was fired. Past Wake Forest head coach was fired. Yeah, so Aiden, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, any final words for the listeners? Uh, well, I, I mean, to y'all, thank you for having me on. Um, to the listeners, uh, don't take everything these guys say about the British and the French at face value. You know, there are some great British people, some great French people. British food Ooh. is trash. I will say that. But Mbappe is pretty that, sick. <laughs> yeah, Mbappe is cool. He, he looks like Pepe the Frog. Okay. Hugo Lloris is, is awesome. How are you going to look at Hugo Lloris and Harry Kane and say that the British and French are inherently bad? I mean, you're just Actually, you're a Tottenham fan. Yeah, he makes a, a, but he does and, make a good point. 
Guys, actually, I uh, there's someone joining our frat who was from Paris, lived in Paris till he was like 13. Little grudge match between him and Brett. Although to be fair, he doesn't like he doesn't like France much either. He was like Didn't France you sucks. Like just trash Tottenham like after the last game. What? No, that was to Aiden, but I, like, didn't I don't. I don't think you know who Hugo Uris is very well, Andy. No, I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. Oh no! Didn't Uris like just trash Tottenham? Like pretty much, like they're playing terrible and all this stuff. I mean, we are not playing well. So yeah. if he did, I wouldn't put it past him. But like, yeah, I don't think a... he's like I'm leaving, but like it was just like yeah. No, he he's, he's a gone. man of action. He knows what needs to be done. So. so so next time we have you on Aiden, we might have to talk about some Premier League and. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again soon. Fantasy Premier League, Uh-oh. I completely forgotten about the last two. <laughs> me, 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 too. me too. I'm, I'm be honest. In, I'm still in first, though. So that's cool. Am I still in second? Yeah. All right. Cool. I, last time I checked, I was in first, so it's been even longer for me. No, Aiden, your team was like crappy, and then like all of a sudden it got like really hot. Like you almost passed me and Bryce. Legend. I think, I think the hurt players on your team came back, and now you're. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you guys so for my frat i made a group chat called the tits chat and it's for guys who like tits someone just sent a picture of tits you are a dork <laughs> this is see this is what makes editing fun <laughs> andy makes it andy keeps me on my toes i gotta make sure i listen I gotta listen a couple times. Hey, you gotta keep some of the fucked up shit I say in here. No, I, I keep most of it. I just gotta take things out that like you definitely don't want like your school board hearing or anything. The Sean oh, Watson stuff is staying in for sure. Good, yeah, that is good. Yeah, don't get me in trouble with the OSC. You should just randomly edit that soundbite of me calling Andy a dork and just put it somewhere. Post credit vibes. Did he listen yeah. to all the post credits, Aiden? That's my favorite yeah. part of editing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of trying to farm post-credit clips this uh, podcast. I just would randomly say something and be like, that could be it. That could be it. <laughs> that might be the break. So before we wrap it up, Brett, Andy, any last words for the listeners? Like and subscribe, five stars, whatever you got to do. Sometimes in life, things don't go your way. You know? That's just the way she goes. But let me tell you something. It gets better. You know why it gets better? Because we make new episodes every fucking week of this podcast. Okay? Come on. Listen to the fucking show. Grab a few beers. Fuck some bitches. If you don't have any bitches, jerk the fuck off. Don't be like Deshaun Deshaun Watson. I almost said Deshaun Jackson. He's just anti-Semitic. He didn't rape anybody. But, uh, yeah, dude, fucking let's fuck shit up sometime. If you want to be a guest on the show, text me and be like, Andy, you're so handsome. Oh my gosh, that's my thoughts. They can't look at you, Andy, when they're listening. So, but for for all the listeners, Andy oh. is very handsome. Guys, you guys, you guys, and, and don't forget, go Terps. Go fucking Terps. Fuck UConn, by the way. We only I, have one Terrapin in the podcast, but we're also somehow a Maryland podcast. I I um, don't think I can top that. So with that being said, Catholics signing off. Is anyone else like hearing Andy weird right now? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, kind of like in there. Penis. How does that sound? Yeah, you sound Good. fine.